travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the peer pressure. I'm a nerd, and, uh, and I'm here tonight to stand up for the rights of other nerds. The health issues. I find out that I have um, simplex 10. And the sensitivity. Like all of a sudden, I don't feel like hanging out every night. I don't feel like hitting on women. I don't even feel like drinking milk out of the carton. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. This is your host, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com, and with me, my loud and surly friend, Sean Daly. Hey, Steve, how you doing? And uh, our other pal, Kathy Wass. Hello, everyone. And what is better than talking about an 80s movie? What? Talking about movies that are about the 80s that weren't made in the 80s. It just slides off your tongue, doesn't Doesn't it? it? It It does. Very high concept. It is. (laughs) It's good to see you, Kathy. I totally forgot you were even part of this show. Yeah, I noticed that the other day when yeah. But we don't we don't forget. I just just so everyone knows, I now have a life size. Did you get one of the life size yeah, cutouts of me? It's in the library. You want to fill my, the fill the rest boss, of the world in with what's going on here? My boss said I have to take it home because it scares him. The other day the other day here at the St. Petersburg Times uh, corporate tower in beautiful St. Petersburg, Florida. Sean Daly did a, a what was it called a brown bag lunch. It was basically a brown a, nose lunch. It was a lecture. Sucking up it was a one hour lecture by Sean Daly on the art and dirt of rock writing. Yes, and I did it was, three of them. I did three of them. Yeah. Three of them in one day. day, and they were promoted with by no less than what you know posters all over the building showing you passed out in front of a toilet with a bottle of Jack Daniels and a bra, some smokes, bra. a bra, high yeah. heel. It was a satire on the excess. Exactly. But anyway, um, uh, we had fun. There was actually, con- not, we don't want to get into all of it, but there was controversy. HR was a little upset that I was drinking at work, which I wasn't. I was just posing, and they made us tear them down. But then they also uh, put up life-size cutouts of me. Yes. Looked like I was passed out against a toilet uh, bathroom wall. But I think, for Name That 80s Tune... We should send one of those to the winner. They got a life-size cutout of me. Wow. God, the postage. Do you still have it? <laughs> postage alone. I know. Just, the, just sending your head. The life-size head would be expensive anyway, enough. The head's but I, anyway, anyway I, I, one of my speeches, uh, I, I gave. Uh, I did not give Kathy props for being my, my partner. It wasn't in entirely stuck your in fault. 80s. Apparently, no one realizes I'm a co-host. Uh, that's <laughs> not true at all. fellow podcasters. But anyway. Long way home. This show that we're talking about, Kathy's going to star in this because a lot of these topics, movies and TV shows about the 80s, not made in the 80s, are are some of Kathy's favorites. So this is going to be Kathy's moment to to shine. Take it away, Kathy. I love it. Cricket, (laughs) cricket. Hey, well, start start off with the theme song that we just heard from Joan Jett. Which would be Bad Reputation and theme song to possibly my favorite TV show of all time, Hogan's Heroes. Hogan's Heroes. (laughs) Petticoat Junction. No. Freaks and Geeks, the little known cult hit that didn't even make it an entire season on TV. 
There's a reason which for was that. Attra- yeah, why? Because it was probably one of the most smartly written shows ever with real-life people who perhaps weren't plastic and Hollywood beautiful, so therefore it died. But lives on on DVD. She's bitter God, much? no kidding. God <laughs> damn. I'm just speaking the truth here. Yeesh. I am. I gotta admit, I've seen I've seen maybe three or four episodes of Freaks and Geeks, and I didn't really get the magic behind you it. Didn't get you know it what? I gotta admit, I've seen Steven his underpants. I didn't really see the I, magic. You didn't behind see the that magic either. either. I know. Well, <laughs> I, didn't be- see, I didn't see the magic before it was too late. <laughs> it's because let's be honest, it's because Steve, you were popular in high school and you didn't become a big freak or that's, and, and or geek in No, way no, after that's high totally school. untrue. Totally untrue. I'm as okay. big of a geek in high school as I am today. Wow. I, I don't believe that. <laughs> I find that no, hard to seriously. believe. What was the other show that MTV had on my so-called life for a while or something yeah. like that? I didn't oh, really see, catch I on to that, that either. Too. Claire Dane sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, but well, hey, anyway. but Judd, Judd Apatow yeah, is the uh, was the creator man. and yes. I, uh, creator of uh, Freaks and Geeks, and he's a brilliant guy. And of course, he did Forty Year Old Virgin. Yeah. And I just saw Knocked Up, which was effing hilarious. I know, and I got to tell you that as I watched Freaks and Geeks, as the season went on. I fell in love with Seth Rogen's character and Seth Rogen. So, do you still think Seth Rogen? Are you, are you still kind of in love with him? Yeah, because I was in love with him in Forty Year Old Virgin too. I, I think, think he's on the verge of becoming the next It Boy. I do. It's he's me. close. I think. He's I think that's great news for Steve and I because maybe yeah. uh, uh, the world will fall in love with fat guys again. Yeah, I think. I think there's hope for both of you. I could really use the boost of my confidence because <laughs> let's be honest, I ain't getting any thinner. No. I got a lot of Funyuns in my future, not a lot of fitness. Wow. Funyuns, not fitness. That's my campaign Is that your platform. Slogan? Funyuns, not fitness. But uh, Freaks and Geeks, I bet a lot of our listeners enjoy that. Oh, come on. What I took it? So. What took it so long to get on? I know it's on DVD now, but what took it so long to get to the DVD stage? It was the music. There are about 120 different songs in the show, and Judd did not want to use like with something like Dawson's Creek when it goes to DVD they'll go ahead and switch out the music so they don't have to get clearance he wanted to use all the original music in the DVD and no publishing house would take it on because it was just there was just too much so eventually he finally found someone that would go ahead and get clearance for all the music and that's why it took so that's long cool. to get out. I don't get that because I mean you're, you're talking all 80s, 80s artists right yeah. in the late 70s too because yeah, isn't the exactly. show based in like 1980, 1980 1981 80, 81. so there is some 70s it's not, it's not like you're trying to get it's not like there's people are beating down the door for the rights to uh, you know pass the doce or you know or uh, or or, or, or uh, one night in Bangkok. Yeah, I mean what what the hell? I mean come on. Cough up the DVD there. rights. There's, I mean, you know, I mean, God, there's. Did you ever play that game in uh, in 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 grade school? One night in Bangkok when the song would come on and all the guys <laughs> like bang each other in the crotch. Anybody else like that game? <laughs> You're insane. You know, one night in Bangkok. <laughs> Bangkok. And they'd say it. They'd try to hit your buddy in the balls. One night in Bangkok in the world's top The balls are temples, but the balls ain't free. You'll find a guy. <laughs> I'm shocked. Right. I'm at a right. loss. Hey, I got one more thing, though, about uh, Judd Apatow. Um, uh, in 40-Year-Old Virgin, You, Steve, you've seen 40-Year-Old Virgin, Many right? Many times. What song do they play? Heat of the, the Moment. Heat of the Moment. It's a great, great music cue at the end of 40-Year-Old Virgin where he's going to see Catherine Keener, right? Right. He's yeah. ready to get laid, and they play this, and it's just hilarious, but it's also like, 
You're like, yeah, it's yeah. Like perfect. I jumped out of my seat. You know what's great? What, that movie has the whole. Uh, is that an Asia poster on the wall? Did you know? Did you take that to an, you know, the whole frame <laughs> store? Did they laugh when you took this here? Um, that was sad yes. because you know, as I'm well documented as the biggest Asia fan in the world. Pound for pound. Hold on, hold on. One night in Bangkok. <laughs> Come here, Steve. I'm banging puppies, it. Puppies, puppies, please. Anyway, so but, yeah, yeah, but Judd's got a great ear for music. Even and the, the music cues in uh, in Knocked Up are fantastic too. No, there is a great and and I we were remiss when we did the Sticks podcast, and I don't know who it was, but a listener did to call us out on that that we did not mention Freaks and Geeks when we were talking about the Sticks, because the Sticks, the Sticks. Is that what they call Stop them? It. The sticks? Stop it. <laughs> the sticks. I love please. me the sticks. Uh, come solo. I'm sorry. <laughs> are you going to pummel me? Yes. Yes, we are. Anyway, um, one of our listeners pointed out that we were remiss in bringing up Freaks and Geeks during the Sticks podcast because there is a great scene in the pilot episode with Come Sail Away where Sam, one of the geeks, is totally in love with this cheerleader, Cindy, and he finally gets up the courage to ask her to dance. And so he's so excited because they're going to slow dance, except it's to come sail away. And by the time he gets out on the dance floor, they're in the fast part, and so then his chances are ruined. That sounds like a Sean Daly story. It happened to me. I told that story before with Julie Rothra. Yeah. It was Rock of Ages by (laughs) Def Leppard. And I've been waiting all year. You know Sam. They got that from me. I'm sure you you yeah. and Sam aren't the only ones out there that that happened to. I bet it happened to Judd. I bet it did. I bet it did. I bet you are. <laughs> Steve, I got to ask you a very important question. Shoot. What is your favorite movie about the 80s that was not made in the 80s? Oh, it's a no-brainer. That's The Wedding Singer. You are the worst wedding singer in the world, buddy. Sir, one more outburst. I will strangle you with my microphone wire. You understand me? Nice. We love that. We love Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler is like the patron saint of uh, yes. Stuck in the 80s. You know what's funny? Because I, w- I read an interview with him just last night. I was, I was looking for an explanation as to why he's so into the 80s. and it was, It's sort of a no-brainer. He's, he's 39 years. He's 40 years old now. And so the, he's it was, only like what ten years younger than you. Ah, oh, man, there we go. Ding, <laughs> drink. Ding. How old is he now? Forty. And so basically, the eighties were his was his soundtrack as well as ours. Yeah. And he said he he when he makes a movie, he and his friends just pick the songs that they really liked growing up and they put it in the movie, and See? they love it when fans come up and say, "Oh, I really love this one song you put in." You know, I really love that you put in, uh, you know, Babe and uh, Mr. Deeds or whatever like that. They, to get a kick out of that. In fact, when we were interviewing Chuck Panazzo from Sticks a few weeks ago, I don't think we put this in the podcast, but one of the things he said he was doing in the next couple of weeks was they were the band was flying out to L.A. to to do a little jam for a surprise party for Sam. Oh, really? That's oh, cool. Man, that is so, cool. That's how stuck in the eighties he is. Wow. But uh, I remember seeing this movie for the first time. I don't. I don't. I didn't see it in the theater. I think it was the very first Adam Sandler movie I ever saw. I hadn't seen. Um, Happy Gilmore at that point, and I hadn't seen Billy Madison, the the, the movie from uh, the Cheap Trick Night that I passed out during oh. when Sean and I were partying. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I've never I heard did. someone snore so loud and snore so violently. <laughs> it was like these threatening snores. <laughs> I thought there was a ping pong ball caught in your throat. It was just a hairball. 
It was a, it was shock, and the, yeah. you can fall asleep so fast. It's almost like a sleep apnea. Yeah. You should probably get that checked. Yeah, like They're I'm pretty sure it was mid sentence. Like ah, I really enjoyed this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it was amazing. Thanks. You didn't even eat your Taco Bell. Wow. <laughs> we all got twelve packs. <laughs> I think you only ate like four of them, and I was on number nine. I'm like, what is going on with Spears? That's amazing. Yeah. You're an interesting guy. <laughs> Thanks. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember seeing a. Uh, Wedding singer in a, in a motel room. I was at a journalism conference, and uh, so here it was just me, uh, the wedding singer, a bottle of Jack Daniels, and a pizza. And that should uh, be the name of your autobiography. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> but I never. I have wow. never laughed so hard. I, I've never seen a movie. Did you eat so, the whole pizza that night? You no. Think? No. Yeah. Have you ever eaten a whole Did large pizza? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Take one look at me. What do you th- I've eaten many large. Pizzas. And that was the first time you had seen the wedding singer. First time I you saw didn't it. see it in the theater. No, no. I don't. I don't know why. At that time, I never really caught on to the whole. Ad. I was never a big fan of the Saturday this Night Live. Was before people. the restraining order, right? Yeah. That's sad. But I'm not allowed to talk about that. By I the way, know. sorry. But I never saw a movie, and to this day, I've never seen a movie that captured the '80s as well as that. Just oh, and that great. Uh, of course, the the great scene at the end with. Uh, with Billy Idol. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. just puts the cap. It's so great that he shows up. It's such a heroic moment. Know. And you're, you know. Yeah, I remember seeing that in the crowded theater, and people were just going crazy. Yeah. Billy was great. Man. Yeah. He really was. You got a favorite scene from that one movie? Uh, I like when uh, they, they're <laughs> – it's actually the extended scene where she's trying to pick a wedding singer. And John Lovitz does does that whole bizarre Lovitz thing. Oh yeah. And then, but then Adam Sandler gets up there and he sings. Uh, he doesn't he sing her uh, a song, the song he was working on. He sings the song he was working on. Let's listen to that. You don't know how much I need you while you're near me. I don't feel blue. Sorry, but I've been listening to a lot of Cure before. I, I know that's a great inside joke. I think the best inside joke from that movie, though, is is when um, uh, he answers that his girlfriend, his ex girlfriend, answers the door in the Van Halen t shirt and he says, "Take off the shirt or you cur- uh, curse the band." Yeah, Steve, I got to ask you. <clears throat> you've been married <clears throat> a couple <Yeah>. times, and uh, <laughs> did you ever have a wedding singer? No, at either of your weddings. No, and I would never have even thought about that. But the first wedding we had, we actually. It was it was up in Tennessee in this backwoods city. <laughs> yes, not too far from that. Too far. Yep. And we specifically asked the DJ. We wanted '80s music. That's all we wanted to play is '80s music. What was the first year you got married? What year was that? Nineteen ninety-four or something yeah. like that. Ninety-five. Wow. Yeah. I was and you're married. like, we won '80s. I was married before you. Yeah. Wow. I've never been married. Famously. <laughs> Famously. Famously. And yeah, I probably had a love of whatever. But yeah, we oh, asked for only in these music, and, and he and he played a bunch of grunge, and, and I was just what? Ah. That's all he knew. He's like, this I is all be, I've got. Like if I got hitched to the Forever Fiance, and I got to put up 
you know, and I had a DJ come, I would, I mean, especially being like a music writer, I would have, listen, this is 50 songs you can choose from. Don't play any of that other crap. Cotton Eye Joe. I don't want to hear Cotton Eye Joe. It's like I'm yelling at you, Kathy. No, I'm like, <laughs> Furious. okay. All of a sudden okay, you no became it. You know, but so the guy went, he played all this grunge. You should have said, hey, it's my wedding. I, I'm paying your bill, DJ boy. We gave, him, we gave him a list of like 200 songs to play, and uh, he played none of them. None of them. Wow, well, he's worth every penny, wasn't he? Well, I mean, what do you do? He was the only DJ in town. Oh, so gotcha. that was pretty much it. Was there any Leonard Skinner? Uh, it being Tennessee, I'm sure every other song was. <laughs> but uh, Keep out there yelling, it's all a big haze now, thank God. Yeah, yeah, but the second time you got married, did they pay attention? They play 80s songs? No, we didn't have, it was a small wedding. We didn't have any. Uh, yeah. Now, when you do get married someday, you know, 10 or 20 years from now, are you going to have a wedding singer? Maybe I'll do some of the crooning. I do enough singing on the show here, you know. Yeah. We'll just use- uh, no, yeah, I, I would definitely have a DJ. I'm actually really, really against having a band. I hate going to the weddings where they're like, "Yeah, look, we got you know, uh, uh, you know, some uh, tribal drum group to play at our wedding, you know, and 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 you know, or we got like this weird jazz combo band. It's like oh, people just want to hear the electric slide, man, or they want to <laughs> hear some Duran Duran song it's just I definitely got a DJ I'm a big fan of getting the DJ just play the hits people want to get drunk and dance they don't want some Czechoslovakian drum hey. circle what? she's Czechoslovakian I well know. I don't want a Czechoslovakian <laughs> drum circle I mean, you guys are invited to my wedding yeah. come and dance well, but I you really want, want actually it's like, oh, there's great. a great Czechoslovakian Texas polka band that I was thinking about actually that sounds pretty good actually, actually, pretty if good. I had a band I'll tell you right now if I had a band at my wedding I would want German umpa music. That would be nice. That'd good be drinking good. music. It's great yeah. drinking music. I actually have on my iPod this awesome, uh, I'll burn copies for anyone out there who wants one, of great German umpa drinking songs. In the 80s, there was, there was actually an album of umpa music in the yeah. 80s called Polka Comes to Your House. H A U S. That was, sounds awesome. And it was all these bands, all these rock bands doing. Uh, Doing, you know, a little doing no. polkas. Oh, come on. Really? I'll find it. I used to have it on CD. It. It's that great. sounds great. If you can find it. If anyone out there in Stuck in the Ace Land has a copy of that, you got to burn us it. It's, it's fantastic. I'm a big fan of Walt Disney Blitzkrieg World. over Kenosha. Oh, come on. Oh, I kid you not. It is, it is party music. I wish I could have it for uh I'd like to get a soundtrack of the Schmengi brothers, too. Remember the yeah. Schmengis from SCTV? I but will, anyway, real I quick. I will tell you this real, real quick, though. If I were going to have a band at a wedding, I would want it to be Adam Sandler's band because he rocks in that movie. And there's no better scene than this one right now when he totally melts down. Cindy and Scott are newlyweds. He loves her, but she loves this guy right here. And he loves somebody else. You just can't win. And so it goes until the day you die. This thing they call love is gonna make you cry. I hate you. I've had the blues, the reds, and the pinks. One thing's for sure. Love stinks? Love stinks! Yeah! That is classic. That is by far one of the greatest scenes ever from a movie about the 80s. I don't know. <laughs> that was not made in the 80s. That was, that was not, not made in the 80s. You know. May I remind our listeners, restraining order. <laughs> Go on. Can't prove anything. 
But yet, there's still another movie that I like, not as much as Wedding Singer. Do you have a man crush on Adam Sandler? I think he does. Yeah, sort of. Why not? If you guys have been, been, both been drinking a lot, and he kind of made a move, <laughs> would you rebuff him? You're or? a sick man, Sean Daly. I kind right. have a girl crush on Drew Barrymore, so you know. Well, that's good. Out. You know, they got back together in that movie, was it? Uh, 50 First fi- Dates. 50 dates. It was okay. It was okay. That's not bad. Cute. That's kind of yeah, cute. You, I, I can tell by the smile. You love that. You're trying to play all cool now, but you love that, Kathy. Yeah, I just love the fact that he has yeah, the same. He has the same co-stars in every movie. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Just like next best movie that I discovered totally by accident, same as Wedding Singer, is one called Two Hundred Cigarettes. And Two Hundred Cigarettes was made in 1999, and it's all about New Year's Eve, in I think the year 1981, and it stars. Ben Affleck, Casey Affleck, Dave Chappelle, uh, Martha Plimpton, just about every Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd, Courtney Love, uh, Jay Moore, Kate Hudson. It's Kate Hudson in that. Yeah, she plays the her and Jay Moore together, the the couple in that. And uh, it's it's an interesting movie, and and and, and kind of you know, uh, ironically enough, I did see it on New Year's Eve just this last year, before going out that night. You didn't, you didn't go out that night, did you? Steve? No, I did. I went over to my friend John. You know John. Yeah. John. We went over there and we drank. Uh, I'm not kidding. We drank uh, kamikazes all night long. Oh, I ended God. up passed out in his kid's bed at the end of the night. How late? Did you make it till midnight? Oh, yeah. I made it till about 3 in the morning. Did you guys watch a lot of 80s movies? Yeah, we did. That's all we did watch. It was just the two of you? No. You know, a bunch of people there. Yeah. But um, this is a great movie. If anyone has not seen it, it's definitely worth checking out for I like the soundtrack it too. alone. I, I think the dialogue's really good. It's not. It's not quite a moment captured in time, like Wedding Singer. I mean, there's not all. There's no, there's no inside jokes about the '80s like there is with Wedding Singer. It's just truly, hey, we're taking this movie and we're just putting it in the '80s. Yeah. What, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I don't. Does it have good music in it? Yeah, Elvis Costello, uh, the Go Go's, and uh, this little ditty. You sing. I love Nick Lowe. They they just sent me his new album, and I think I'm going to review it for a column coming up. Great. He's a uh, yeah. He's, I love him. He's very underrated. Yo, definitely. And there's a huge cult following for Nick Lowe, but I mean he's a genius. He is. Um, I got to ask you guys uh, a question. Uh oh. Does it make me weird that I have a huge crush on Courtney Love? Yeah. Steve, is that weird? No. Uh, yeah. I think she's hot, man. She's I think the, she's it's the whole bad girl thing. I think I got a thing for the bad girls. Yeah, I, I like them I, dirty. I, I like them to smell I, like kind of like uh, cigarettes and whiskey. Well, that's Courtney I love, Love. I, love <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Yeah. But she's I, your, just, she's I don't care if she's drunk she's or sober. Wreck, I love Courtney Love. I think she's fine. And I, I think she's I, funky. And I, I don't have any. Yeah. And I think for a while she was like the last rock star. Now everyone's always annoying. I just saw Spin Magazine had like you know Marilyn Manson, the last rock star, meaning that kind of. The, where the music would still be good, but they were just a mess. You know, yeah. they're a wreck. Oh, yeah. I Courtney Love. Yeah, she Courtney does. I like you her. You never know what she's going to It'd be do. fun to date her for a couple of weeks. We talked yeah. about her last week, too, because she was in the movie Sid and Nancy. Sid and Nancy, yeah. Was and, she in that? Oh, no, yeah. She, had a she wanted to play the, the part of uh, Nancy. Nancy. I didn't yeah. know you guys recorded a podcast last week. Oh, she did. We, we begged you to be in here, and you're like, oh, I didn't yeah, see you sitting in. Nobody, nobody said a oh, word. Mr. My oh, head's too big. It doesn't even fit on a poster. <laughs> we, you didn't you're the one who took home the poster <laughs> of me. Wow, that's It's that's not even a good shot of me. I'm all, you, you can see like all eight of my chins. <laughs> I know, but you know. Have we said our piece on 200 cigarettes now? 
Any, yeah. any yeah, it's great. Go see it. I mean, it's a uh, tell the you, I, if you're I, an I, '80s fan. Go, or, go, go, or go, go rent it. Go rent it. But I, I, th- I still think it's a great movie to rent for New Year's Eve before you go out and it gets you in the mood and to see I Dave Chappelle know. playing the disco cabbie. Ex- <laughs> excellent. No, it, it is good. It's a funny movie. All right. Uh, not so well. Actually, still pretty funny. A little dark though. Yeah. Is one of Kathy's favorite movies, oh, Donnie yes. Darko. Donnie Darko. I am not a big fan. I, I, this is one of those movies you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it or you're just not even going to understand it. So, put what did you, what what did you do? You didn't understand it? Not really. What, I didn't quite get it, but then I was like, what the heck just happened? And then I became obsessed and I spent like an entire day trying to navigate the official Donnie Darko website, which you needed like passwords to get through and, for those of us who haven't seen it, tell us, give us a really oh, basic plot out. Wow, I'll, I mean, I don't even know if you can. It's twenty-one sentences or less. Twenty-one sentences or less. Donnie Darko, played by the scrumptious Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't like that Gyllenhaal. Kid. I don't like the word scrumptious. <laughs> oh, I just don't well, think it. I, I don't say? like. Uh, I don't like Gyllenhaal. Okay. He kind of. Well, I, I love kinda, him, but he's yeah. I still love him. He's cute. I kind of liked him in Brokeback Mountain, but those are for purely personal reasons. Okay. Anyway. But uh, I didn't. Uh, I wasn't crazy about him in this. Didn't like it that much. So anyway, Donnie Darko is the main character. It uh, The movie takes place in 1988 in Virginia. And uh, during the Dukakis race, because his sister is a huge <laughs> you Dukakis said, fan. You said Dukakis. I did say Dukakis. And it's so it's around Halloween time, and a plane crashes into their house, which sort of sets off a whole chain reaction and you don't really know if Donnie is either like a paranoid schizophrenic or just boy genius who has figured out how to travel through time. And I guess it depends all upon your own interpretation. But uh, his sister's in it as well, who plays his sister. Jenna Malone is in it as well. She's very cute. Patrick Swayze is in it? Patrick Swayze has it's one not of my favorite Patrick Swayze roles. Is, yeah, he's Patrick alive. Swayze is absolutely brilliant, I think, in this role. Who He plays this like... When, like a, what's his name? Tony, the guy with the teeth. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins, sort of, ins, you know, inspiration. But then speaker. he's villainous. We find out that yes, he's in fact villainous. We find out he's villainous. Uh, Drew Barrymore is in it again. She actually executive produced. Yeah, it. she produced it. Sean, I have to ask you: Drew Barrymore, hot or not? I liked her when she was younger. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no. Or she was okay, like eighteen. Patrick Swayze. No, and she was like, I liked her because now she's like thirty or something. I liked her when she was like eighteen and two months. I liked her. I liked <laughs> wow, you know, okay. little girl lost. You know, I, I kind of like that. I like her a little chunkier too, like Poison Ivy. How old was she in that? Was she legal by then? Poison Ivy. God, I might get so. myself. I get myself in trouble for your sake. I hope she was. And she seduces Tom Skerritt. Remember on oh, in the rain? Right. Yeah, she, she, was, yeah, she was naughty. She was naughty. Yeah. How could she seduce Viper? She was da- <laughs> you liked her when she was dancing on Dave Letterman's desk. I did like that. Hey, didn't Courtney yeah, that do that cute. too? I love the. I love Sean's the done Courtney. that. Yeah. Well, um, Patrick Swayze should be a guest in our show. No question oh, about it. Wouldn't you love God. to talk to him? Because you could be talk awesome. to him about Dirty Dancing. Oh, I know. You could talk to him about Red Dawn. Red Dawn. You could talk to well, Donnie Darko. Anything. I've never seen Dirty Dancing. Outsiders. You've seen Dirty Dancing. I've never. I swear to God, I've never seen Dirty Dancing. How? How's that possible? How's that possible? It's on, <laughs> just, it's on every just, goddamn day. You haven't seen ET. Well, there, yeah, yeah, but go. it's not on TV nearly as much. Oh, as, as give me Dirty a break. Dancing. ET is much more omnipresent. No, it's in never pop on. It's never on TV. Dancing is. 
Okay, I saw I dirty dancing. Uh, no I no saw wrong. dirty dancing in German. Okay, that's how much dirty dancing. <laughs> I yeah. saw on Crocodile TV. Dundee in Norwegian. Bring it. <laughs> Bring it. Anyway, Donnie Darko, focus. I think I Darko saw Pink in Georgia. <laughs> anyway, there's also um he's followed around during the whole movie by uh, a giant rabbit as well. Yes. So there's that giant rabbit named Frank plays a prominent role. Creepy. There was a DVD release and, that kind of fleshed yeah. that. Wasn't it an extended cut? Yes. Does and, it make but, any more sense? Did you Have you watched it that? It does, combined with maybe reading the extra materials, like the time travel book. Who's the director of that? Um, Richard Kelly. Yeah, he made like a follow-up, or I mean, yeah, he was he was supposed to be like terrible. the you know the hot new director. Well, but. that's what they thought because well, of course, the movie didn't do anything in the theaters, but then it became this huge cult hit. Well, I mean, it didn't know. hurt that it had a killer soundtrack. Oh my god! And that's one of the things too on the extended director's cut. They changed the opening song, which I thought was actually a big. Mistake. What was the opening song? The opening song was the Echo and the Bunny. Fate. Against your will Through the thick and thin He will wait until You give yourself to him Echo and the Bunnymen, vastly underused on soundtracks of the 80s, my friends. Vastly underused. I agree, and and, and wasn't the whole inside joke like bunny men? There's a giant bunny exactly. Around. Plus, in the scene when they do it, there's this kind of homage to ET in it because they're riding their bikes. So, but my favorite song on the soundtrack, and I would I would say probably Steve's as well, is when they have the scene, the dance scene. His little sister is in a dance troupe called Sparkle Motion, and they wear these silver sparkly outfits. And they uh, dance to Notorious by Duran Duran. Oh God, I hate that song. <laughs> I know you do. I, 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 I'm like, what it. song are you talking about? It's, my, I, it's one of my ringtones on my phone. Is it? That's oh, that's yes. sad. That and well, the Imperial March. <laughs> Depending on. Who Isn't there a great line in the movie about the dance yes, troupe? Yes, the mother of um, one of the girls in the dance troupe is she's psychotic about the dance troupe, and also um, is secretly like in love, idolizes Patrick Swayze's character. But at one point, she goes to Donnie Darko's mom and says, I'm beginning to doubt your commitment to sparkle motion when <laughs> sparkle she doesn't want to like travel and she gets all cries. The mystical sound of reader mailbag. Nice. We have new real new, uh, uh, new, new mystical music. sounds. Mis- yeah. New yeah. mystical music. So yes, I am going to read a letter. Tanya. Today from uh, a lovely young lass named Amanda Gillespie. And Amanda writes to us and says, Hey, hey. I am planning an 80s prom-themed bachelorette party, and I came across your site. Oh, cool. I live in Charleston, South Carolina, but the party will be in Tampa, the bride's home. I was hoping that I could find either a club that plays 80s music or a club that would host an 80s party on the Saturday of Labor Day weekend. September 1st. Do you have any ideas? Since I'm from out of town, I need some help. Thanks in advance. I hope you're having a totally awesome day. Toodles, Amanda Gillespie. Very nice. Cool. 
How come she didn't invite, uh, invite us to this? That we'll is, host the damn we'll thing. Host it. You can have it at Steve's house. I'll wear you my 80s it. finery. Oh, God, no. God. What you <laughs> no go? mesh. A velour jogging suit? <laughs> no mesh. <laughs> no mesh. Yeah. Hey, there's actually three bars I can think of that have 80s nights um, or 80s regular music programming. One would be Bricktown 54 in Clearwater. And they have a website, bricktown54.com. You can go check that out. And then I think there's Mac Denton's in Tampa, and I'm oh, not yeah. I'm not sure they still have it. I think they did on Thursdays. I'm do not they? Sure if they do go to MacDenton's.com. Yeah, I think is the address there, out. or your friend will know about them. I think and they're on MySpace as well. Are they cool? Yeah. And then there's a place here in St. Petersburg called the Lobby, <laughs> called Steve's House. Called Steve's, Steve's House. <laughs> Just work your way back Steve's to the hot tub, <laughs> you'll find Steve submerged uh-huh. in Jello. <laughs> no, the Lobby in downtown St. Petersburg at uh, oh, on yeah. Central Avenue has has eight. Oh, is that night. a good joint? Yeah. yeah. So all three of those places have yeah. it, but um, but but it's a good idea though to try to get a place to have oh, it and host on your own. Yeah. Um, our Why don't you throw a, like a pre-party for them? Yeah. An '80s pre-party, and we'll 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 do a podcast room. We'll do a live podcast from uh, Amanda Gillespie's uh, friends bachelorette party. Do you think party. anybody in their right mind who listens to this podcast regularly would ever? Like show up at a party that they knew we were going to be at. What? What are you saying? Come on, we're Maybe cool. We're hip. We're hip. Maybe not you, but Sean. Anyway, Sean. thank you for the letter, Amanda yeah. Gillespie. I hope you guys have a fun time, and I'm sure Steve will be in touch. <laughs> hey, it's time for Name That '80s Tune, the segment where we play a snippet of a song from the '80s. If you know the song title and artist. You win our praise. Not a prize, but our praise. And you win a big cut out of Sean Daly. Oh, yeah, that's right. Do you have any left? I do. Are you kidding me? Those things are piled up in my garage. I'm not giving up mine. I signed a couple, you know. Will you sign mine? I will sign yours. I'd love to. (laughs) Sure. Anyway, here was last week's challenge. Yes, that was Listen Like These by NXS. little too obvious i think how many people got it you have to check the blog to find out but uh <laughs> you do i'm All sorry right, I, I need the page views on the blog i need the page views go to the blog you wieners tell you here you are a total whore for you page are. views yeah. hey could somebody please come to my friggin blog give you my ne- blog address you wiener never, you never even say it anymore I blogs.tampabay.com slash pop music. It's a great blog. It is. It gets better every day. This was Beatles week. It was Beatles week, and it was a fantastic week it was. I get about one eighteenth the hits that Steve gets. But that's because he just goes home and... <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, he goes home and presses something. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Thank you. Keyboard in one hand, Schwanz in the other. Here's the, this week's challenge, another theme challenge. The... I don't know because you're an idiot. <laughs> this week's this week's challenge. One of the, the the mystery song this week is from the soundtrack of one of the three movies we've talked about. So see if you can recognize this tune. Was that past the Deutsche? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it was very Russian. <laughs> Stop it, poor Spears. Next week, Steve does the show alone. No. Yeah, right. Yep. When, uh, but uh, anyway. Bring it on. If you think you know the uh, the name of the song and the song artist, email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com and then tune in next week to find out if you're a wiener. Hey guys, this is Six Caller from New York. How have you been? Listen, I just want to tell you that um, 
I recently saw this movie called Music and Lyrics, starring Hugh Grant and Drew Barrymore, which is uh, about a 80s has-been trying to make a comeback. And um, I don't want to give away too much of it, but the soundtrack is really great. It's very 80s-influenced, and even the newer stuff is really good. So, um, I mean, it's not, you know, Oscar material, but it's one of those feel-good movies. And if you're an 80s fan like we are, you'll love it because the music is great. So, just wanted to let you know about that. Take care, you guys. I'm still stuck in the 80s. Oh, thanks, Six. We haven't heard from you in a long time. Great to hear I your voice again. Six. I love Six. We love you, Six. We, uh, I have actually seen that movie, Music and Lyrics, and it is indeed classic. The, vid- the video, yeah, I wasn't crazy about the whole movie, I'll be honest with you. I thought, no, I thought I, it was I, a little thin, but the video, Six is right, the music is great. The video at the beginning is just brilliant. It's by far the best thing about the movie, but it's, it's really, really, really good. Right. And once again, starring Drew Barrymore, who apparently is like. Well, she's like Sa- yeah, she's like Sandler. I mean, obviously, is, '80s kids. Yeah. Yep. yeah, we identify with her for one reason or another. Speaking of Sandler, the other movie that we should probably throw out real quick is Click, yeah, that's which true. just came out. And although it's not really based in the movie, there at least a, half the scenes take place in the '80s. Right. As he keeps going that's back, right. and you keep exactly. seeing scenes, and yeah. all the music is '80s. Music. And I'll tell you what, the Forever Fiance and I saw Click, and uh, um, I thought Click was a great movie. I, we I, we loved it. we watched it at home. I was really really I was like moved by it at the end. It was funny. I thought it didn't get enough credit. I thought it was really well done. You cry? Did you cry at the end of it? You, you laughed. Know, you cried. It was better than cats. I, I might. I'm, I'm kind of a, a wuss when I watch movies. Yeah. I, I cry up like I cry like Family Feud. You know. Oh, I did <laughs> um, too. <Match laughs> but uh, but uh, but click. Yeah, I don't think, I don't know if I cried, but it was it was good. You know, I thought that one part where um, you know, I have a, I have kid Lulu at home, and when his daughter grows up. You know, and all of a sudden he missed her growing up, and I was—I thought that part I was gonna like be a puddle, but it was—it was, it was kind of nice. I think Click's really good. It's a good rental. I love uh, Henry Winkler playing his dad. Yeah, and he has a thing. He obviously has a thing. There's another. I mean, Sandler loves Henry Winkler. Oh, yeah, he was the coach in Waterboy. Oh, yeah. Um, he was in something else, I think. But uh, yeah, yeah obviously remember. it's the whole Fonzie thing. So Sandler really kind of honors his heroes. You know, Hasselhoff. Is brilliant and click. He's so funny as his boss, you know, his pig-headed boss. So. Yeah. One last movie that we have to shout out to is uh, Thirteen Going on Thirty. Oh, and I really doubt many people. Uh, yeah, I don't. But you've seen it though, haven't you? Yeah, I kind of yeah. cried at that. I, like, <laughs> I think I'm gonna cry at Thirteen Going on Thirty. <laughs> but it has the one scene that I think anyone who's seen it knows about what we're going to talk about. Where because the movie starts out in the eighties and she's and she's parodying, she's trying to learn how to do the Thriller dance yeah. by watching the Michael Jackson video. And then she suddenly Which we all did. Come on, you right? And then she gets suddenly she's transported to the future, and she brings the thriller dance with her. Yeah, to the cocktail party, and she's yeah. the big hit because of it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I got I, I I did a story on Michael Jackson not too long ago, and about how um, Thriller has been amazingly uh, popular and a great seller on iTunes. 
And I kind of had this theory that, you know, nobody really wants to talk out loud that they like Michael Jackson these days. But on, on your iPod, which is just you and your iPod, that all of a sudden people love to read it. And people really responded to the article. But a lot of people brought up that scene from uh, 13 going yeah. on 30 that they love that. So the thriller dance, all the zombies, right? Cool. Yeah. Those are the only movies we can think of. Hey, I'm sure we missed some. And if we did, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com and let Sean know that he's a wiener. But, the meets, but also give us the name of those movies. And, uh, and if you want a full-scale cutout of Sean Daly, we can send you one. Yeah. You know, send a self-addressed stamp <laughs> box. box <laughs> so in the meantime, we're going home to queue up some DVDs, but we'll remain here firmly always stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. To read our blog, go to blogs.tampabay.com slash 80s. Email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. And remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes.